When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Initiate Orphan's Trailer. Welcome to The Orphans. It's Baz Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Hello. I am geometrically fabricated and functional reasoning unit. But you can call me Jeffrey. Do you know what they're going to do to me? That's what I am to them out there. Just a spill on the floor that needs wiping up, aren't I? But I will not stay here and witness your stupidity. You do nothing but pretend. You don't care about me. Get up. He's going to find us if we don't move. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. Facility. Out now. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. We are in design episode 35. Today it's three hombres. It's me, Josh, your host. I got Liam and I got Max. It's Trace hombres. Hey now. Doug is on the moon still? Oh no, no, no. He has been time hopping last time I checked. Uh, Victorian era China, which is not really a thing, but that's where he is. He does have the right stuff. He has past syphilis, though, which is worse than current syphilis. Oh, so really? Da- yeah, it's very dangerous. Well, he had syphilis, and then he went back in the past, which aggravates it. Well, I think, does that mean he just spread it around? No. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it became a whole new thing. Which which came first, Doug or also, the syphilis? both. Well, now they're, because Doug. of the time travel, both exist in and outside of causality. So, so he's got... a position of both yes and no. Yes. Okay. He's got current syphilis, and he's got past syphilis. Past syphilis but he didn't contract it in the past. The situation made the current syphilis that he had both. Okay. So, like, you know when they go back in time and they would, like, dress like a cowboy? His syphilis is doing the same thing. Yeah. Time loop. Okay. So, we have a we have a, a crisis on our hands is that we, we spent a lot of time talking about Skemba Dirt Snout and those novels that, what was the author's name? I don't remember. I have it written somewhere. Okay. We talked about those novels about Skemba Dirt Snout. The Ripping Yarns. Yes, The Ripping Yarns. And uh, we never talked about what kind of gelt she was. Oh, she's brown. (laughs) The brown kind. Yeah. Okay. Um, There is no other description. She is a brown gelt. That is it. She is an ermine. An ermine. Interesting. I'm thinking of one. Let me make sure that it is a mustelid. I'm pretty sure it is, but if it's if it's Feliforna, not Caniforna, then we've got a problem. A, vin, a, a vicious canid? Yes. Oh, it is. So it's a marten. Yeah, it's... um. Uh, how about a sable? I like that. Deal. All right, so Skemba Dirt Snout is a sable. Better than a dirty pine marten. <laughs> You're so unconventionally racist. It's the best way to be racist. 
If you had to pick one, yeah, that's, I think that's what you'd go for. Mm-hmm. Let's make no bones about it. You do have to pick one. Yeah. Nobody gets hurt that I hate white Dutch people. Yeah, nobody get hurt. Uh, gets hurt that I hate Vulcans. It's true. It's very... Unless you're the first contact. No, well, no, I, no I, just, I, just, I also hate elves, so I think it's related. Is it the ears? It might be the ears, or the uh, the near immortality and the sense of superiority that I associate with classically a concept of upper class that I need to destroy. Mm-hmm. But you know who I hate more? Who? Romulans. The spooky, shifty elves? Yeah. yeah. Just like I hate dark elves a lot more than I hate regular elves a lot. Which is weird, because the wood elves... They're fine. fine. They're fine. Wood elves are fine. High elves, though, garbage. Yeah. Wood elves are just hanging out, riding through glades and shit. Yeah. I mean, they're assholes, too, but in a mm-hmm. way that you're like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. They're just like, get off get off my property. And I'm yeah. like, I got yeah. that. I understand that. Or just, when, hey, stop killing us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, another, <laughs> that's another thing you could be like, okay, fair enough. When God was like, hey, why don't you come down back to the Westlands? And the wood elves were like, eh, we're cool. I think we'll stay. Skambadurt's now female sable. Right, she's got mm-hmm. big old paws. Uh huh. Maybe she's clumsy. Maybe that's why. You know, Maybe that's her. That's her endearing uh, fault. Flaw. Oh, it's uh, Shay. Shay is the author. Yeah, Shay's ripping yarns. Shay's ripping yarns. Nice. Named after Shay Stadium. <laughs> Sweet. So Skem now the uh, big pod sable gelt. Another thing I was thinking from practical concerns, we're doing a lot of stuff. We we. We like going the historical route and giving a kind of a dark side to every faction. You know what I mean? We got the Akinosian Empire where they're probably the most diverse, they're the most integrated, but they also have the will to empire. And they, they're in the middle of a civil war and they've got all this other – there's obviously war profiteering going on. There's and that probably kind of secret pedophiles in there somewhere. Yeah, and probably open pedophiles if, you know, if it's anything like Rome. But – I think if you go through and and look at all of the factions we've created, it's cool to see all their upsides and downsides. But if if you're trying to figure out which one to be, the the player, the casual player has to do a lot of research when being introduced to our world to kind of get like, okay, which one's bad side can I accept for the sake of my character? Or find interesting enough to do something with. Yeah. And, and I'd say, well, why don't we, why don't we throw them a bone? Why don't we just create a faction that is just the good guys? I want three. You want three good guys? I factions. want three flavors of good guy. Okay. And, and I'm, not, I'm not thinking they have to be big or a whole nation or anything like that. They can just be a faction that if a new player is starting out and they're like, we're running a good campaign – here are three things that are just good. You don't yeah. have to be an exception. You don't have to have any of those things. It just you can be a group of good guys. Well, okay. Classic would be the mercenary companies. Mercenaries are the good guys? Mercenary. Yeah. Always... I'm just saying mercenaries are immediately out. Well, I mean classic like first iteration of this game. Oh, we were a mercenary company and we were pretty good. Yeah, there there could be something like an adventurers guild yeah, whose like, whole who, whose yeah, whole job like is like Pathfinder we, Society. We are yeah. we are heroes for hire, but we're not doing dirty work. We're we're out there like protecting villages and doing mm, stuff. Yeah, like we need to eat, but we're good guys. Yeah, I like that. I, I was also thinking of something that that's almost like a, not a priesthood, but something a pseudo religious. They are treated as arbiters. They can. They receive donations and they hire groups of people to to help them go places. And they're so grandfathered in that they can be very small but have a big effect. 
you know, on society. Yeah. So like if a new ruler gets set up or something, you know, one of these guys shows up and says, you know, a you citizen t- has a complaint about corruption. And he's that, like, we're that, going to the knights. Yeah, and that and that ruler, even though it's a very small faction, is like, oh fuck, because I can't I can't do anything to this guy visibly. Like I can't, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody they have the support of the people, that kind of thing. I like that. So I like just the adventuring yeah. company. And that then I think, good too. And then I think a third one is is sort of like anyone here watch Avatar? No, the Last Airbender. Mm-mm. Uh, so there's an order of the the I think it's the order of the White Lily. And the whole thing is they're just a, they're a secret order of everyone throughout all nations, and they're all just about balance and like making sure the avatar is okay. That's their whole thing. So like like a set of good spies, yeah, like like the Masons during the mm-hmm. uh, during the uh, Underground Railroad. Sort yeah, I like that. That could be cool too. Well, okay, we got three factions then. I didn't care for that movie very much, but which movie? The Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, you said you loved it last time we talked about it. Yeah. Not just you just say that to piss people off. But yeah. <laughs> I had no concept of what the show is good. Airbender was, and then I said, like, I went with people to see the movie and mm. did not. Do you want to see? Do you want to see a platypus bear? Because those exist in that. It's fun. Hmm. I think a platypus is fucked up enough already. I don't think we need to what, go adding other animals. You don't to need it. to make it nine feet tall. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think it's. A venomous... Yeah, a venomous bear. It's just like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> venomous duck It's everything bear. like a bear, but it also Beaver. has venom. That's, that's, a, that's one of my favorite conventions of, uh, of Avatar is a lot of their creatures are just two things put together. Yeah. And it's, very, it's always very funny to me. I know that in, in um, Legend of Korra, the follow-up, they had sports teams that were named after the different yes. uh, things, like the fire foxes and stuff like yeah. that. Um, okay, so good guy faction. Let's do your first one was the guys who there was a adventuring adventuring yeah. company. So good guys for hire. I don't think so. Here's the thing with the adventuring company, we don't have to say that they're good guys, but the idea is everybody should look at them and think Indiana Jones. Yes, you know mm-hmm. you should just think that that's that's what they do. They go this out there. Belongs in a museum. Yeah, or just oh, there's an ancient relic uh, in danger of this and that. You're like, we're gonna go fix that. You know, like that kind of thing. Just adventuring company. Some guy wants to hire a, a crew. They do that. I want a name. I want a specific yep. name. I want something fun. I want something flavorful. I want something that can really should there be an overarching. Chew. Name for all of the parties. I, I I would think it would there would be a a transnational guild, okay. and even and even if a thing where like oh we need to hire in we don't have a branch here well we could go hire someone from the next country over because when they show up you know what they're they're all about they're like so it's like a union like local yeah all right the international brotherhood of the fraternal order of see I really yeah. do like see pa- the Pathfinder Society great name yeah right mm-hmm. like th- that it, it's exactly what we wanna we wanna put out there with that kind of vibe we could say uh the elk the elk's lodge elk's lodge the friars um the shriners friars friars isn't even bad i see the the brookies international what what is it called when you use an astrolabe when you're navigating by star astro navigation mm. let's google it let's even just the navigators is great i do like that or the uh the navi navigational engineers the navi they built the railroads what did we call the giant armadillos? The dillos? Yeah. Mm. I think there would be a society based no. on dillos. I don't, I don't want them to be animal named because then, then, you, then you understand. No, I'm not what... talking about us. I'm talking about there should be like an elk's lodge of like oh, yeah. no, there dillo should be, drivers, be like the longshoremen, the teamsters. Something like leyliners. Yeah. Something oh, like that. Leyliners yeah. I like. Yeah, leyliners. Yeah. That's easy it. enough. Okay. And then the, the Arbiter faction. 
they, they I would I would assume they take donations like people give to them mm-hmm. you know when they don't have anywhere else to give and when they show up somewhere people will offer them to stay in their house and feed them like maybe by 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 old like an old law you have to if they ask for help in a way that like every everybody has to like there's no laws in the books anymore but everybody knows if they ask for help you have to help them mm-hmm. i would almost say that no one can even remember in law but it just became so true for so long the idea mm-hmm. of of turning them away doesn't even occur to you right maybe uh you never really know if somebody is one they have to show you like a an pendant or something uh and they're like yep that's me you know yeah I, I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a thing yep the undercover judges <laughs> that's that's a new show on tlc maybe judge shouldn't be in their name but i'm looking up judge synonym like the magistrate yeah, yeah i I don't know. Something more flavorful, I think. Leyliners is good because it is the yeah. You know, there's something swashbuckling about it. It very much so. It's it not just swashbuckling, but Pirates of Dark Water swashbuckling. Yeah, like where you're you're going out there really oh, yeah. for an never adventure. finished. They never finished that fucking show. I don't remind me so much. But I wish I wish they would. The, I wish the, they would finish it like Firefly. Just yeah. now, just do it. They just make a movie and they're like, "You guys have been waiting thirty years." It would still do well, but. I, I would say, I would be like I'll watch it five times. Let's go right now. But in like um, Islam, the judges like you would just travel somewhere and be like, "Hey, I'm a judge. Anybody need any judge? Yeah, done. And hell yeah. Well, that I, was the Thirteenth Warriors based on that. Oh yeah, that guy, the Ibn Battuta or whatever his name was. Years was, of the Dead. He was real. He would just like you know. There's well, the, stories the that he being... made it all the way to Japan. I don't know if that's true. Well, the the idea is he went to Iceland, right? Like initially. In the story, it wasn't it wasn't Sweden, so they already had a system of judging, but they needed an impartial judge because of the all thing, right? Don't know about that. I know that's based on the Rus, the Eater of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So they were Swedish. Oh, okay. Rus? I think the Rus were Swedish, weren't they? That's that's pre-Russian Russians. Yeah, but they were the Vikings who yeah. came down the Volga. They were the Rus. So what gave me this idea is that there is a uh, in Skyrim. There's there's these guys that work for stendar what are they called the the vigilance of stendar and they you meet them on the road sometimes and they're just like i'm a vigilant of stendar any any problems i want to get rid of daedra yeah i don't <laughs> like daedra i don't did you, you see any demons no, no i haven't seen any all right i'll just keep you you hear of any just let me know i'll take care of them yeah something like that and people don't like vigilance of stendar Really? I guess. I guess not. I just, the, why first, not? the first thing was why Vigilance of Stendar are stupid. And I was like, mm, I like them. That's probably written by Daedra, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Written by Dagoth Ur. Yeah. So I like that. That name is good, Vigilance of Stendar. We could say, like, Order of the whatever. The Adherent. And you could be uh, a... You could be a there would be ranks. Arbiter is, like, middle. Yeah. The Promised or something. Or even, what if there, what if there are no ranks and it's completely flat? Ugh. And there's very little leadership, but you're expected to be like like the Witchers. Yeah, you know what I mean. To where you're you're everybody knows what you are, and you're supposed to be self sufficient. And it's very rare that you would disagree with another one. And if you two counted each encountered each other, and there was a big problem, you'd be like, "Yeah, we're bros right now. Let's yeah, let's take this out." Consorts. How do they become wayfarers? Yeah, we, we think of them as travelers or as lawyers. I think both. Right, the way that yeah. you would think of um, what would we a hedge maze, yeah, or but, hedge yeah. mage, you know, some th- things like that, uh, where they have multiple I, skill sets. I don't think there's a word for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there is. Well, we're gonna make one, right? So the litigants. Um, what if what, what's a what's a perennial threat that we have? We have the, the marked, yeah, 
We have the Army of the Pillar. Uh huh. What's another one that we had? Because this could be like the Night's Watch, right? Like it's kind of there's a there's a there's mm-hmm. an ancestral problem that happened that these guys are suspected to I keep you from. Really fucking hate power. <laughs> I, I don't rem- I don't remember what the other thing was. The not zombies. Old six arms. This has nothing to do with that. Can we make a guild that wants to complete the doom? <laughs> just they finish just it. Kill they don't know what it was, but it's uh, well. Now after yeah. next episode, we're doing three pure evil. They're like we're doing an assassins guild, yeah. a Something... doomsday cult, mm. and then uh, lizard people. Yeah. Something of great power. One of the Savathi is dead. We should help. Huh. Well, what if what if they're symbol is the symbol that we've been using for artifacts because it's got the sun and the Mm -hmm. two moons right so like there's a something like balance there inspectors what do we call it sword shine or what was that that season of war yeah Yeah, sword shine was the war season but there's also we have the um would they be seasonal or would they be no okay can't yeah that would that would very much limit you being them in a game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have the ones that well, we have the Moonriser faction, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's Doomsayers. Because I, I almost like the idea of rather than having a specific thing, all they do is like they are aware of the the cyclical rise and fall mm-hmm. of civilizations, and their whole goal is to just we know we're eventually going to lose, and this everything we know will turn to dust. But our whole point is just to like keep stuff going. Maybe. The thing is, the imagery of of justice and hope is mm-hmm. is is kind of what they should thrive on right like the idea that they ancestrally have yeah done that for everybody only you know, only internally they're they're very despondent aware <laughs> they will lose but they have to try i was thinking like the blades of such and such yeah um i think blades is too specific yeah. even like i want something bureaucratic i want something that has a meaning in the current day that would never fucking come up in this world that would have have its meaning change slightly like even janitor yeah, the gavel or something. I like gavel because it implies justice, mm-hmm. but it also implies a kind of official capacity that I think is is too current. Yeah, if that you. makes sense, yeah. like like it's too it's too modern. They'd be like, oh, the gavels are here; they don't have any real power. Instead of the milkman, <laughs> the postman, the Pony Express, the postman. Actually, I, I like the idea of that. <laughs> A lot, but uh, it's been done. Yeah, it has spectacularly. All right. Well, what's an, what's another government functioning entity that you encounter enough that you could rebrand? Hmm. I almost want to go something more esoteric and simpler, like the horseshoe or something. You know what I mean? Like just just something that's not. But then, then I think it's it doesn't feel that feels more bolted on than this. A lot of the stuff we're doing is a little more specific, a little more in, mm-hmm. in, we involved. could, we could pick a constellation. We could, we could name a constellation and they could be the order of that. And then only the members know what the constellation represents. Cause everybody remaps their own sky. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the scales. We could say it's, it's a constellation that's made to look like a person. Mm-hmm. And, um, that person was the founding member and now watches down over, yeah, you know, so we could just name that person, or or even better, it's not a constellation; it's a thing that shows up. It's a space station or a satellite that just. They think it's like a comet. Yeah, that glows every now and again. And they're like, "There he is! There's James." I like a comet. I'd say mm-hmm. Order of the Comet. Yeah. <laughs> like that would be, or or Comet Knights. 
Hogan's Heroes. The imagery of a comet is good. The Jacobites. Returners? The Boston Celtics. I like Returners. Can we look up some synonyms for that? Yeah. Because that's got a good... But then it doesn't have any it, nature it, to But it. it also doesn't have I any get what justice vibe at that point. Like, no, I don't. I, I, don't I, th- I think the idea is that maybe the comet is the returner. So so it'd be like the or, the order of the returner, and then you would be a petitioner or a, well, they said like vigilant of Stendar, you know, like something like that. Even, even, watchman. even the petitioners, I just think works better than the returners. Like the returner sounds like a mediocre Stephen King sure. short story. The regulators. Like right when he stopped doing cocaine before he got into the habit of writing regularly. Or anything he wrote after he got hit by a van. Hmm. To give, put, or send. A comic could be like the returner or something like that. An order of the returned or something or order of the... It, it This just feels way more regular fantasy. It just feels a little bland compared to like yeah, it all of the other stuff we've done. It does. It's very vanilla. I want I want some cookie dough. Or like, even if the comet is the returner and it's important, calling it the order of the returned is yeah, just so. It is. It's so bland. Uh, what about what about maintenance? Look up maintenance. Look up synonyms for like maintenance. To maintain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Punchiners. Keeper. I like that already. I like the idea of referring to each individual as a keeper. I like that. Okay. We can just call them the keepers. Yeah. Done. The, does that work? Yeah. All right. They're the keepers. They they use a um. What's their symbolism? We don't have to use a comet. We can use anything. I like a comet. I like that. Okay. As long as, long as they're not the comet guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're the keepers. They know the comet returns at a certain time. They pray to it. We can deal with the lore of that later. But their job is to... People will petition the keepers, and they are, they're few in number. Yes. And like if you were to make an adventuring game out of this, you might have one or two in the party. The other ones are ones hired by the keepers or the people who asked them yeah. to solve the problem. Um, and then they go on an adventure together. I love the idea of a space station, and there would just be people like trying to divine messages from the random blink. <laughs> okay, so the keepers, we got them, and I, I feel like we have to be way more specific with what their lore is than we do with the leyliners. Yeah, like the Le- leyliners, it was just be anything. It was just started by a great adventurer, and like, and now you know they they have a pedigree and you get a badge or whatever and yeah and they're not even the only adventuring guild they're just the most famous the right. most renowned the, the one with the the most general one they're the google of adventuring guilds yeah is uh what do we say they were at keepers um okay so the keepers i like that they What's, need what, they need some rules. They do need rules. To, what, to be a keeper, you there there needs to be a certain set of things that you hold yourself to that everyone would know. No, I don't even think that's important. They just know you're generally good. But keep like they, it's rare that somebody would even see you. They just know you're yeah. important. Like uh, yeah. no romantic relationships. We can go full. Uh, no, I don't want to even do that. Just because that sounds ugh. It's also that's lame to role play. That's such a handicap. Yeah, it's it's very paladin, which these yeah. people should feel a, a bit like a paladins. little paladiny. Yeah. Like I would, I would go vegetarian before I'd go celibate. Mm-hmm. Like celibate is a role play thing. Vegetarian is a role play thing. They should have to be the opposite celibate. I don't even think they should have to fuck like well, every <laughs> two days. They're just full uh, uh, yeah. libertines. Well, I was thinking no, like you can't get married. Yeah. Because it would keep you in one spot. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, something like that. So romance is fine, but you can't marry. You can't even own You can't even own property. That's a good one. You yeah. can't own property. Because it'll keep you in that nebulous area. Everything is about keeping you moving. 
Mm-hmm. So actually, you don't even own the things you're carrying. They were gifts to you. Uh, oh, I, I was going to say I, I you only by, own what you can carry. I was going to say by property, I meant land. Yeah. But yeah, well, no, but but like the idea that you show up and people are expected to give uh-huh. you what you need because, because of your role. Yeah, because like you that. don't keep things. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that could be fun, and that implies that if somebody else needs something. You'll give, give something to yeah. you. You will give it away. I kind of like that, which goes against the name keeper. Like you want to keep your stuff, but uh, but I. That's not what they're keeping. It's a different keeping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I like People that. are keeping you. Is there? So what does their pendant look like? It's just got an image of the comet. I almost like the echoes thing. That's cool. I like. Yeah. Okay. Cool idea. Yeah. Then we'll do that. We'll just do the uh, the logo. Then they've got a pendant with the logo on it. They wear they wear heather gray t shirts like the one I'm wearing right now with the Actually, symbol that I'm wearing you, right now. You should. Their robe should be like heather gray. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like the official cool. garments would be heather gray. That'd be nice. It'd be cool if um you travel a new area, you got a bag, and you're just traveling through, and then something happens, and you're a witness to it, and you open your bag, and there's that gray cloak, and you're like. <sighs> All right, here we go. Going to work. Yeah. And people could be very unhappy to see you and refuse to recognize your authority, but generally the people do. Yeah. Well, it would also be a situation where, like, you do that, and then all of your neighbors are like, who's this fucking asshole? <laughs> like, what's this guy got to, like, it's like your friend who hates the ice cream man. You're like, what? what's this guy's fucking deal? Yeah. What happened to you? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. What was your third? The, the, what was oh, the third one? Uh, Secret Spies. All right, Secret Spies. So like a, a fraternal order almost, yeah. but it's worldwide. It's a spy network. Mm-hmm. Got ways to smuggle info to everybody. But and, they're and good. I, but, yeah, not not for personal gain, but literally like to to stop wars, to, to remove conflicts. Mm-hmm. To, is it to, uncle? To smooth things. It is uncle, isn't it's it? It's uncle. All right, joke. Oh, I haven't read that book series. Oh, it's it's, it's, it is. It is a show. It's called The Man from Uncle. It starred Ilya, uh, two characters, Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kiryakin. One is a uh, former U.S. CIA agent. The other is a Russian operative. They work together because Uncle was formed to just keep supervillains at bay. Okay. By an international congress. So, like, while the Cold War is going on and Cold War stuff is going on, Uncle is like, there's a guy who's got a doomsday machine. They're like, you got it. Don't worry. We're having a war. Mm -hmm. They're like, we beat the Nazis, but they're not really the problem anymore. It's these super villains. Also, the Nazis keep showing up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I would think it'd be closer to the Masons in that it's not government-sponsored at all. No. And if, like, a a tyrant comes over, they will root out these people and kill them like Hitler did with them in the, Mm -hmm. you know, World War II. And also, there's maybe not a lot of money 
involved at all like it's not about money or making money it's about being being part of it so like if you needed to bribe an official yeah somebody would drop the money off to a location you would go and pick it up to give to the official as yeah. a bribe because you're better mm-hmm. at whatever well, part there, of that there is. would probably be very forging, forging documents that kind of thing there would probably be very rich members with interest sure. to keep it going but i would also like the idea that being a member of the society breaks down your class when you're doing the jobs Mm-hmm. Like the idea that there you like if you met in public you'd be like mm, servant and then you're like brother right so it's like there's it's work to be done almost like the thieves guild in Skyrim but less scummy yeah <laughs> they don't even need like fancy rituals nope. the way that all these other fraternal orders do Can we call them the palm I was thinking something like that like like the handshakers or something you know <laughs> something something where it's just about like nods as good as a wink to a blind man right exactly. <laughs> But the idea of uh, the That's idea the of some something represented by a secret deal. How do you mm-hmm. how do you do it? Like like what's what do you call a, a drop location? You know, a, a dead the dead the, drop the mm-hmm. dead drop dead sec dead drop dudes. Um, just reminds me of last podcast that Mormon series. Oh God! All the Masonic craziness. Um, I, I almost like the idea that they would be they would be like the blind, the deaf, or the dumb. Yeah, or the, the or the the know nothing party or something like that. Right? They're like, oh, you're part of this thing. He's like, I don't know anything about that. Like, the only thing that they know about this guy is these guys. Is anytime you ask anyone about him, nobody knows nothing. Mm-hmm. Most like the fiction guild, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> like they're they're not real. The invisibles, yeah. Uh, the see. unseeing eye, the unseen. They do the unseen, but I think they they murder people. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like yeah, the, this is they'll they'll steal, they'll kill, oh, yeah, they'll do all of it. Um, but yeah, they will they will start a petty war to keep a major war from going on, right? Just something a little less mundane than like the whisperers, the yeah. unseen. You know what I mean? Well, how did it start? Who started this? Because I would because I would say it'd be it would be you know ages old, sure, even by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd use a symbol, right? Like a triangle or something. You'd call them the Triforce. No, the pinheads. I kind of like that in a, in a way, the cone heads kind of way. Circle. Their circumference. Circle's all right. Circle's okay. I, I don't mind the circle, honestly. I don't mind it either. It's was, very, could be anything. Mm-hmm. These all sound so generic, though, now. we got the ley liners of the most specific, yeah, and then yeah. we got the keepers and the circle. I, I like the keepers, though, because it's also... I do, too. Um, let's go. Let's go flavorful, though. Let's get. Let's get a little um, cabal. It's a little too dark. La Cosa Nostra, because it is a mafia in a way. Yeah. For it's yeah. not organ. It's only organizing crime about specific goals at specific times. It's not about setting up an empire of money making. The dominoes. Newton's cradle. What's a kind of devil that goes unseen? Poltergeist. I was thinking more like an imp. You know, or uh, they got some fun ones in here. Give them, uh, give them to me. All right. Imp, demon, devil, fiend. Demon with D-A-E. You know. uh, Damon. Yeah. Damon Wayans. I kind of like the fiends because people would be against them. Yeah. The very idea of them. But if you were inside of it, you would know it was for good. But it would be seen as bad. I was almost thinking something like um, like the gatekeeper. You know what I mean? Like the idea is like you're the hidden gatekeeper, but there's a specific gate you're keeping. Like the hell gate or something. But I think that's too appropriate. Like too... On the nose, the butthole, the butthole, gate. The, t- the time gate, timekeep, timekeepers. They're just wa- watchmakers. I like the timekeepers. Well, we already have keepers. Keeper. I just think watchmakers. 
And that's how it started. Because <laughs> there was a bunch of watchmakers with too much information. I do kind of like the Watchmen. I do. I, I like, yeah, do I like the Watchmen. Yeah. Do, can, do we need to put a, a modifier in it to to differentiate? I don't think so. I think it's different enough. All right. The Custodians? The Night Watchmen? <laughs> no, but I love that painting. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it, the comic book Watchmen, the original name was The Night Watchmen. Yeah. Probably after that painting. Yep. It's a very famous painting. I like Nighthawks. Ooh, actually, I like Nighthawks too. I as a name. I even like the yeah. Nighthawks as a name. I like uh they put Booger in here as one of the things. Yeah, yeah. Uh but they have villain. I kinda like villain as Bo- well. The Bo- villains. The boogeymen work too. I really like the boogeymen. <laughs> the boogeymen. Yeah, they like to, they're good at dancing. Yeah. Yes, because that's what we mean. I'm a boogeyman. I'm a boogeyman. Like, how, how, how do you make a hanky dance? Put, Put a little boogie, boogie in it. The haberdashers. Hobgoblin. Oh, just how about look up just words for vocations that we don't use anymore. Like archaic vocations. Like even Coopers. Something like that. Human alarm clock. Bowling alley pin setter. Knocker uppers. They're alarm clocks. I the lamplighters. I kind of like knocker uppers. Well, that implies pregnancy. Yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't use lamplighters anymore. Rat catchers. I don't mind that. I like lamplighter and rat catcher. I like both of them. Lamplighter, I like. Yeah, let's do lamplighters. Lamplighters. Yeah, and people in general would be like, I mean, I don't want any lamplighter to hear any of this, yeah. but you yeah. know. Well, it would, or maybe even why they're called that is, uh, we we don't know who. Could possibly even be one. Might even be that lamplighter. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. Could be anybody. From the lowest to the low to the highest to the high, and they have a symbol. It's literally a light bulb, and they're like, we have no idea what this is or what it does, and it's just a light bulb. Yeah, I think you said lamplighters like four times before we got to the archaic job part. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to give Max the credit for this one four times over. I think it's a collaborative effort, just like an orgy. I wanted to come up with a uh, name for our actual play podcast because we're going to be releasing it on its own feed. And I wrote down a bunch of words. The uh, dildozers. Words like ruin, artifacts, relic. There already is a podcast called Artifact. Otherwise, we would be using that. that. Yeah. Um, and then Saga, Age, RPG, Tabletop, all of those things. And I like Ruin Saga, Age of Ruin, Artifact Age, Artifact Saga. Those are fun, right? You know, Relic Age. But... I like kind of like Leyliners. I like Leyliners. Yeah, Leyliners are, like you said, Acquisition Incorporated. <laughs> that one's already taken. I know. Right. <laughs> that is a good one, though. Yeah, kind of like Leyliners. Okay, so maybe we'll do that. I'll run that by the old Cap. The Playliners. They'll put that one in our Cap for later. Oh, the Kappa? Who runs this network? The Kappa? The giant Kappa? Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the stinky turtle She's creature? Fierce. Yeah, (laughs) she's fierce but fair. (laughs) Yeah, um, I like that idea. Okay, the leyliners. Let's let's uh, let's put that one. Let's tie that one on for a little bit, and then let's just let's freewheel a little bit on uh, on an artifact, a creature, and a ritual or potion. All right. So let's start off with uh, artifact. Got a couple weapons up in there. Uh huh. Not a lot, right? Do you want to do a weapon this time around? Let's do a weapon. I want a hammer. Hammer. That's a good one. We don't have any hammers. I want a hammer. One-handed or two-handed? One. All right. Does it fix things? I think that's what it was original purpose would be for. Okay. Maybe it breaks things. What did it build? 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what's an effect it can have, and then we can decide on that later. All right, right? Like, what what, what does it do for the characters right now? Should be a pushback hammer. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of effects that do that with uh, bashing weapons right okay. now. Uh, it's not a bad idea. It's just that, that we've got a lot of coverage for that. Maybe it rings ooh. things like a bell. Like you hit somebody and they ring like a bell. Bellkeeper's hammer could be. Yeah, tender's hammer. What Maybe it was meant. It, it was meant to like shatter like big rocks and stuff, but it just really disorients the person. Just bell ringer. Yeah, bell ringer. I like that. Hell so, yeah. what what condition does it give them? Just shaken? Uh, shaken, but only on armored targets. <laughs> okay. All right. If you have zero armor, it is less effective. Mm-hmm. But uh, you still have to beat their endurance. Yes. Okay. So, the attack has to beat their dodge. Uh-huh. And if it beats their endurance defense as well, it gives them something for one round. Shake. Do we have shaken? We do, but does it have the effect that we're looking for for this specific thing? Let's find out. Shaken cannot make opportunity attacks negative four to skills. Well, that would reduce your. Well, it doesn't reduce your defense. Defense. No. Yeah, I like that. That's easy, right? I I like it too because it's just it'd be easier to surround that opponent. Right, and it makes a noise. So maybe it's also Call. easier to find them in the dark. If somebody's oh, yeah. hitting them or something. It should keep ringing for two rounds. Well, I think I think until the start of your next turn. Yeah. Right? It's like, boom. And should it have a secondary effect? Maybe if they take a certain number of hits from it that exceed it, it breaks the armor. <laughs> All right. That's tough, right? Or reduce it. Redu- even if just re- permanently reduced by one. Mm. Well, you're already using a bashing weapon, so a lot of that's getting through. Yeah. But this is for your your allies. Yeah. Okay, um, so the third successful hit that rings. Knocks it down one. Uh, knocks it down an amount, reduces it by half. Done. Does that work? Okay. Yeah. Um, for the rest of the, the encounter. Yep. The rest of the scene. Um, and I think you can do the same on objects. You can hit them yes. three times and it'll shatter them. I like it. If they're hard. The objects have to be hard. Yeah, okay. Be- the bell ringer. It's a hammer. What's it look like? I Does would- it look like a jeweler's hammer? It's really small. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> Maxwell Silver Hammer. Oh, hammer. the Rock Hammer from Shawshank. I would, I would almost think it would be, it would look like the the ringer of a like Big Ben. Oh yeah, it's just made into a weapon. So it looks like a, it looks like a club. Yeah, with a, it looks like a matchstick, basically. Yeah, that shape. Yeah, we could do that. The bell ringer. Because you imagine like this giant warhammer, and then someone's like the bell ringer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it does reduce like uh, what's the. The damage tier of a mace, maybe it's one tier lower. I think it'd just be full on mace, just regular it be, mace. It okay. looks really tiny, but it's yeah. The, okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah, just a straight the bell ringer. That's all it does. Well, it, it's dense and just mm-hmm. able to. Yeah, the force is still there. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, orc stain that kind of yeah. had the little hammer. He'd hit things in the weak spot, and <laughs> things would shatter. It could be made for like asteroid mining or something, but <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> that would be. Yeah, exactly. It's made from some kind of space age material that I like that. All right, I love having the future in our past. You know, it <laughs> really shit, helps. You just blew out. my mind. Yeah, that's yeah. it's the same reason why I like to have peanut butter in my chocolate. Okay, we did an artifact. Now we can do a monster or creature or ritual mm-hmm. or potion. Um, I kind of want more monsters. Yeah, you like monsters. Um, let's do thinking creature. Are we going. We can start going more monstrous. Well, something that they would have to fight. Yeah. Right, so fill out our monster. Filling in the goblins, maybe like an Eshwin goblin. 
Maybe. I mean, I like the Pawa as, as in the role as goblins too. Mm-hmm. I do too. But let's uh, let's rather than think of the specific thing, what role do you want it to fill? Where where what niche of monster are we looking for here? You know, what we don't have is like a big brute. Let's do that. Yeah, maybe. Um, what, what's an equivalent? I mean, there's obviously there's cave bear. Um, Pick something tiny and make it big. <laughs> It's always a good. It's time. always a good. We'll, we'll so, start with my penis. It's yeah. always so good. Hey, well, you know, you play your cards right. We just gotta rub it. Thanks, Max. Hedgehog. A hedgehog would be scary. That actually would work. Porcupine would be even a shrew. A shrew the size of a bear would be terrifying. Pufferfish on land. Oh, what are those rats that are venomous? Rats that are venomous? Yeah, it's, there's only two venomous like Never mammals. One of them is the platypus. One of them is a rat. Cuban Solenodon? Oh, yeah, it's real. Cuban Solenodon. It is, uh, their saliva is venomous. Okay, so it's not, it's not like a, they mm-hmm. don't have a gland or anything. Hmm. What kind of fucked up evolution made that thing? Well, we already have the Dillos. I was thinking, well, maybe a pangolin. That would be crazy. <laughs> oh, fuck. As a big monster covered in sharp things, rolls at you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that kind of, it's basically a tank that attacks you. And, and, and the pangolin have, have like the mole. Mm-hmm. Front limbs, right? And they're even, the or sharp even just claws. like a roly poly. Roly poly would be scary. No, it would be adorable. What am I saying? It would. Be. It would be so adorable. In fact, that's just that's just an underground dillo. Yeah, It'd be a roly poly. What about a jackrabbit the size of a horse? <laughs> imagine those muscles. Just like how high would it jump? Do you know what what jackrabbits are really supposed to be? There's a disease that gives rabbits tumors that grow out of this. Fu- they're fucking. You're, t- you're talking about jackalopes. Yeah, jackalopes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. It gives them it gives them weird tumors out of the back, and if you just saw one, mm-hmm. yeah, you're probably be like, oh, that, that. it's HPV, <laughs> yeah. Except for the H isn't because it's not human, yeah. papillo- but it's a papillomavirus. No. I kind of like something antlered though, yeah, right, like spooky antlered. Jack- I'm saying jack jackalope the size of a horse. What are those deer that have antler like tusks? Uh, They're really tiny. How about, a, like how about a bipedal moose? I like that. I, I kind of like the idea of like a forest avatar looking thing. That maybe it is a monster instead of just a creature, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you ever see the movie uh, The Ritual, yeah, that kind of thing. So that was made of like multiple things. There's a bunch of this with like a leshen, you know, like there, there's a bunch of spriggans, yeah, creatures that fulfill this. The woods are fucking terrifying. Or like the Wendigo has antlers. Well, yeah. in many mm-hmm. depictions, right? We could make something like that—a forest spirit with antlers that's carnivorous and magical. I feel like we're we're treading on familiar territory there, though. A little too much. Is it like a ghost? Big ass squirrel. An antlered squirrel. A moose antlered squirrel. Done. Moose antlered. Here's the thing. It's the size of a regular squirrel. The antlers are the size of regular moose antlers. <laughs> you just find him dead all the time. <laughs> just cotton stuff. Yeah. It would call it like the warden, and uh, there are areas of the woods it protects, and it's not really a nature spirit. No. Like, it doesn't advocate for nature, mm. but it is a... It's just territorial. It's territorial monster, like, the, the and it's evil. Like, straight-up persistent evil, probably created through a spell, specifically to guard an area yeah. by somebody. Very witchy, witchy kind of spell. Like, pump, like what they did to bring out Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I kind of like that. Has the head of a moose with sharp teeth. It's a spirit, so it can fly. Or leap. Yeah, flying is you know, flying is odd. Well, I think the idea that like it it can phase through things. Yeah, you know? like that. Yeah, and it's immortal. What do you have to do to kill it? 
maybe there's a circle, like a glyph that's drawn on the ground. You have to destroy the glyph, but it's going to be attacking you the whole time. Well, I think you could do enough damage to its body that it would fuck off. For a couple rounds. Yeah. And yeah. So maybe, like, you, you don't know how big its perimeter is. You're fighting it enough to kill it, and it disappears. And you're like, we got two rounds. Everybody spread out, like, you know, to try to find this glyph. People are rolling, you know, uh, awareness rolls to try to find it, tracking rolls, all of that. And then you try to dispel the glyph to get rid of it. There should be something to toward it, though, that shouldn't be 100% transferable like maybe like, something that will <clears throat> individualistically you we should have a table of like 10 things and you're like it doesn't like this one doesn't like this one mm-hmm. this thing it's like th- not this but you throw salt at it and it, yeah. we- it weakens it for a round that kind of thing some kind of weakness mm-hmm. maybe sunlight sunlight would be a big one so radiance could use sunbeam Ooh. on it and it would it would take it out or this you could doesn't like fire oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good <Yeah>. good perfect <laughs> the idea is that you generally attack it during the day for the chance yeah. that the canopy would, you could do something to the canopy to open it up or something, or try to lure it into an area where there's sunlight. That could work. Okay, I like that. Well, I mean, warden is fine, but it should almost be named after the ritual that you use to create it, right? Vengeful warden. That's good. Maybe like hungry warden. I like that. Okay, let's stick with that then. Hungry mm-hmm. warden. Asshole of the woods. Yeah, <laughs> the wooden asshole. Okay, and it's got, I think, like, sharp teeth, it's got claws, it's got moose antlers, glowing red eyes. (laughs) You don't want to be anywhere it is. Ritual to make it? I don't know. I think think that's the thing bad guys do. Let's think of something that players would use. You setting up that ritual, man, that's got to be... Dark as fuck. Yeah, it's a dark campaign. Because you don't come back and you're like, oh, hi, Steve, the Hungry Warden. Mm-hmm. Let me through. <laughs> yeah, that we've left in front of our base. No, you don't. Yeah. I like to think, though, that, you know, there's a village that really pisses off the party. You curse yeah. a town with that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Maybe that's why people are afraid of the keepers, because they, yeah. they know how to do that shit. <laughs> Yeah, nobody knows the breadth of the keeper's ritual yeah. knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, you better give him some damn soup because yeah, feed him some soup, or I'll put one of those glyphs in your basement, and everybody you know will be eaten by this thing. Um, maybe what do you want to do in a? What would you want to set a ritual for? So it's not something you'd use in combat. Travel is always good. Protection is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, transmuting one thing into another. If you have too much of one thing and not enough of another, it's true. I was thinking something like divination. Like maybe you could leave something somewhere and then you could view that location in any pool of water later. I like that. That's awesome, yeah. Just leave a glass on someone's desk. Well, I I would think something that wouldn't just evaporate later. Like something permanent, Okay. Right? But you have to perform the ritual. Like the ritual isn't what you leave. It's just a component, right? Okay. Um, but it has to be a specific thing. Some Like a diamond or something that you wouldn't have millions of, you know? We already used a mirror for the false face ritual. Uh huh. A magnifying glass. Uh, eh. An eyeball. An eyeball is cool. Maybe it has to be like a carved ivory eyeball. I like that. Right. You have. Mm-hmm. It's a carved ivory eyeball, and you leave it in a room, and it doesn't have to have view of the room. It just has to be in the room or the area. And when you look into the pool of water later, it takes you like. 10 minutes to cast the ritual on, on whatever the pool of water is. You have full visibility top down of that area. But not sound, right? 
No sound, I don't think. No. Different ritual. Yeah. It's called wiretapping. You have to leave a carved obsidian ear for that. <laughs> I like that, though. I do. They were made in tandem. We And we can make it like a Vecna thing, where it's the eye of Vecna, the ear of Vecna, you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. If you had an adventuring party that had, everyone had the obsidian, like, mm-hmm. ears. Yeah, you could say. Some kind of lip where you could talk, like, some kind of walkie-talkie system. An eye of ivory, an yeah. ear of obsidian, and it would be the eye and ear of who? Who's a famous wizard in our world? How about just Gormand? I was going to say it, Zalcott. Gormand. Zalcott? Zalcott. I like that. Z- Z- Z-A-L-C-A-U-L-T. Okay. Yeah. Blood boiler. Zalcott is fraud. I have Zal... Well, no, because then how are you going to make his fucking ear? Ear, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay. They have ears, though. Yeah, but you're going to carve a yeah. hole... You know, I, it's like <laughs> it looks like a butthole. <laughs> this is the butthole of Zalcott. I think it's, it's an a, ear. You know, it's best if it's if it's an Eshwin. Yeah, right. Eye and ear of Zalcott. But the whole thing is, I don't even think it needs to be an Eshwin ear. It just needs to be a like your representation of an ear is more important. Mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, I think the fact that maybe the person who made this ritual it has to look like theirs. Maybe it doesn't have to. But you're like, why, does. why risk it? Yeah. You know, I know it works mm-hmm. if I do it this way. And um, But you are in a place and there's just an obsidian statue with an ear and you're like, hey! Yeah, we're, we're listening. You take, you take out your bell ringer and break it. Statues everywhere. <laughs> Chiseling out the eyeballs. So the eye of Zalcott is looking into a pool of water. The ear of Zalcott puts your ear up to a shell. Like, what would you? I would say a... I would think you would have the other ear. Yeah. Then you uh, put it up against your own ear. Yeah, yeah. Ear to ear, it's a it's a can with a string. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a metaphysical string. Mm. I would say it just needs it just needs to be a concave thing. Kind of like the idea of a shell, though, because because the pool of water is so representative. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not a shell, but something else. A coconut, a horn. Oh, I like that. A hollowed out animal horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got it. We have the bell ringer, uh-huh. we've got our hungry warden, and we've got the eye and ear of Zalcott. I like it. Hell yeah. We good? We're good. Okay, perfect. Our world grows ever larger. Teamwork. And ever more dangerous. <laughs> so that's going to be it for us today. This is our design episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to be having a lot more content uh, available in different mediums here soon. Keep an eye out. We'll make lots of announcements over our Twitter, which is homebrew hombres that's how you can find us on the old bird app you can find our patreon page at patreon.com slash rpgfs and we've got something for you at every tier on that one so check it out there's going to be a lot more to announce soon you can find us on instagram at rpgs from scratch (laughs) all one word and we are also on facebook at facebook.com slash rpgfs or just google us on any of those things and you will find us Uh, so thank you everybody for listening and until next time stay safe stand watch and get a full rest Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.